What's good? What's good? Red man in the building, you already know. Jersey in the building. Switzerland in the motherfucking building. When you want that hot hip hop on the ones and twos, check my boy Razor Cut. Yo, Razor, let's get him. Welcome to Souls of Hip Hop, Throwback Edition. Between 2004 and 2015, I interviewed many hip hop artists and recently discovered some of the recordings in my archive. We want to share a selection of our favorites and bring you these throwbacks in between our regular episodes. Enjoy! Reggie Noble, better known as Rapen, is one of my all-time favorite MCs. He has been making some of the most classic albums from 1990 until today. In addition, Red is also an actor, producer, DJ, fashion creator, and overall cultural icon. So when I got the opportunity to briefly interview him in 2013, after one of his shows, I was obviously super excited. Unfortunately, the backstage was hectic and loud, so please forgive the background noise and reverb. Here's the throwback. Today is Mother's Day. What can you tell us about your mother? She was the best thing that ever happened to me. She made me who I am, what I believe in. Her and my father. I just can't give credit to her because my father shot me out his balls. So I owe credit to him too, but today is Mother's Day, so... Through your music, films, and overall image, you have manifested yourself on the Mount Rushmore of smoking weed. Did your mother ever catch you smoking weed as a teenager? Uh, she never caught me smoking weed. I told her I smoke weed. And she said, you better leave that shit alone. Whenever I hear you on a track, your style is immediately recognizable and you are one of the originators of Jersey rap. How would you describe your style? I've always been uh, an analyst on rap. I think I was Slater analyst. And Jersey style was always loose, had punchlines, creative. We had to stand out because we was next door to New York. So we had to stand out. And we stood out with punchlines and being more loose on the mic. I was part of that Jersey growth of the style created, as I might say. That, that growth of that Jersey style. Um, there were MCs before me, like Lakem Shabazz, Queen Latifah, Chill Rob G, I think was from Jersey. And then it started developing through more of an underground sound, like with me and Lords of the Underground, and started off with Tretch, Naughty by Nature, and uh, Artifacts. That's when it pushed to the more punchlines, more underground, loose rap. So we kind of birthed that. We was part of that birth of that Jersey style. And now you have, you know, MCs, battle MCs like Arsenal and Sue Surf that's holding Jersey down and Joe Buttons. And then it's now it's a new generation coming. So as the style develops and changes more, as it, as it grows, as I guess the generation grows, the styles get more developed. But it started from our circle, really, I could say. You are a living legend of the rap game. Do you feel like you still have anything to prove to anyone, especially the younger generation? 
No, not at all. I'm just servicing for my fans. I don't want to prove nothing to the new crowd. I don't want to be, if the new crowd accept me, yes, but I'm not trying to prove anything to the new crowd. I just want to service my fans with this good 90s music for the rest of my term out. Um, I have nothing to prove. I prove that still to this day in the States, I'm on the top 10 rap list still to this day and you know I got guys like Eminem who says I'm his favorite rapper Ludacris that say I'm his favorite rapper and a lot of guys out there that say Redman still holds shit down so I'm good I don't have nothing else to prove Def Jam created a character of you in their video game did you ever get to play with your own character and whoop some of the other MCs Yes, I have, and my character on Def Jam Vendetta whoops ass. My character whoops ass. I'm very proud of that. I'm glad I am a part of that. Yeah, I have no, I have no beef with that, man. Uh, um, like it's a privilege playing my own character in a game. It just shows the success and growth I made, and what kind of base I made in hip hop. I made a good base, a good foundation. So somebody wanted to make a game out of my character. So I made good in this hip hop. I didn't just service music. I service a character. I service personality, which wanted them to make Redman a character in their game. So I did good. Your movie How High is an absolute cult classic and everyone is sitting on the edge of their chair waiting for a sequel. Are you able to share any speculations if How High 2 will come to fruition? We're depending on our manager to do this. Um, we have talks about the How High 2. I don't know, man. Uh, it's still in the works right now. Like, before it wasn't a leeway, but now it might be a little leeway. We just need our business in to be more tighter. Like, honestly, I'm just let y'all know, bottom line. And this is the really kind of first time I'm really saying this shit. Like, Red Man and Method Man is willing to work, but our business in, we have business team that we, our business team need to be better. Our circle needs to be better on our business. And that's what it really is. You know? And Red and Meth take part in that too because instead of stepping up to the foreground and, and seeing what the business is, we are depending on people to do business for us the correct way. And that's not how it's gonna go. And that's not how it's gonna fucking go no more with fucking me no more. I'm getting this fucking business right. That's what I'm doing. I'm going in and I'm getting this business right and I know what we're supposed to do. And that's where we at with it. I heard you're also working on bringing out your own shoe line. What can you tell us about that? You know what? I'm glad you asked. That's in the makings. Um, anybody, I've been talking to a couple of people just to get ideas to see how I should go about this. Um, I want to make a promotional shoe. If not, I'm going to work on it still. I'm not going to stop till it happens. Put it that way. That's one of my passions. And on the music side, can you tell us when your next album will be dropping? Muddy Waters 2 coming in September or October. Working on it now. I got like four more songs to do. Caesar Milan's show, The Dog Whisperer, just ended. You had your Pitbull Terrier daddy trained by him. Do you still have him? No, 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 no. Caesar always said if I wanted a new dog, he'd get me another dog. But I'm not ready for another dog yet. I'm just glad that my dog had the chance to have success as much as he did. He had a, probably a bigger success than me because he was on Oprah. I wasn't on Oprah. And uh, I'm glad that, you know, my dog was able to help out, you know, my boy career. My thing is, tell Caesar Milan, hey, Caesar, let me get a little money, bro. Break me off a <laughs> Break me off a little something. I could use it right now, but if not, hey, much success to him anyway. Cory Booker, the mayor of Newark, 
is about to run for Senate this year, which would make him the first African-American senator from New Jersey. What are your thoughts on Corey? I think it's great. I think he should run for Senate. You know, everybody is going to be a hater. Everybody's going to have something to say. But he should run for Senate. I mean, why not? He did a good job when he was in term. You and Method Man are viewed as one of the illest hip-hop duos in history. Why do you think the two of you make such a powerful combination? I don't know, because we think the same. We're from the same era, so we can appreciate that. Have the same kind of energy on stage. And it's like uh, what makes it work is that we understand each other as men. You can't have a business if you don't know where your man want to go, if you don't know what he's after. And that's one thing that we, me and him, can appreciate about each other is that we never have no egos. You know, my idea is his idea, his idea is my idea, and we stick to it as one, and we don't break that for nobody. And I think that's, like, one of the reasons musically that we can go in comfortably, knowing that at the end of the project, it's all one. See, when you go in with that kind of mind frame, understanding someone as a man first, then when you do things musically, it betters. You have a better outcome. And honestly, it's better for the music too. Because when you're going in with the right attitude, the music shows. Like, wow, they go in. That's why we got that energy. So we got a lot of more work to do and a lot of more business ends to top on our end, man, to make this shit pop off. So believe me, you'll be seeing a lot more of us. A huge shout out and thank you to Redman for taking the time to chat with us. Our theme music was beatboxed by Dennis the Menace and produced by CD. A big shout out to the brothers from Switzerland. The background music was produced by Taki Brano. A big thank you to Abrowski from Providence. Our podcast basically runs on coffee. To keep our show running, you can support by buying us a coffee through the link in our show notes. I am Candy. I am DJ Razorcut. And, and this, this is, is Souls of Hip Hop. Hip-hop.